Tiger fans. Welcome to episode 50 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the, I love, Jackson State University. Joining me today for the Big 5-0 podcast party is Charles Bishop. What up, Chuck? Hey, what do you say, Corey? Nice to be back in, buddy. All right, Mike B. What's happening, Mike? What's going on, Corey? What's going on, Tiger fans? We also have Vic. What's up, Vic? It was up, man. I'm glad to be here. And last but not least, we have Neely. What's going on, Neely? Hey, not much, Corey. Glad to be here, fellas. How y'all doing? Man, I'm doing well. Excited. Doing well. We have a big show for today because this is episode number 5-0, the big 5-0. And man, I mean, I don't know what to say. This is kind of overwhelming. And it's ironic that we, st- who, who can tell me when we started this podcast? Let's see who knows. I don't know when it was, but I think it was right around the second or third week, probably the second or third week of December, because I recall January. January. Okay, was was it January? Because we talked about New Year's resolutions. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so we released our first episode exactly six months ago to the day. So how ironic is that? Oh man! Wow, how about that? (laughs) Great stuff. So, guys, how does it feel to turn fifty? (laughs) <laughs> and it, it, is, uh, it is going by fast you know when when you mentioned that the 50th was coming up i was you know i was like why you know because you, you don't you don't see it while you're in it and then when you take a, a look back and realize you're right we have been doing this since january but it's 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 been a hell of a ride man i think this has been you know a much needed uh format uh for the fans for the university for the alums for recruits for anybody that's just engaged with with tiger sports and to get 50 episodes in in six months and then the, the caliber of the guests that we've had is also tremendous. So it's, it's, it's been a wonderful thing. Yeah. I mean, when you take a look at where we were when we started, we, I mean, I, I was kind of giggling about it today because uh, we started this podcast and we were really excited talking about uh, Jackson state women's basketball, the emergence of Tamika Reed and her squad. And just think about all that has happened between January and now, uh, and I mean, uh, to, to follow up on what Neil is saying, I mean, this has been a tremendous uh, podcast, a tremendous opportunity to talk Jackson State Athletics, and we've literally had just tremendous guests, but I mean, when you just take a look at everything that has happened in the past six months, what a time to start a, start a podcast. <laughs> We have not lacked uh, in that regard, Chuck, for for content. You know, at one point in this 50-episode run, uh, you know, we were so uh, sports-heavy, and, you know, rightly so, uh, January, February, and March, that I remember we were recording the episode and and we were discussing if the tournament, SWAC tournament basketball was going to take place or not. And then when all of that started falling off the cliff, I I remember us kind of tongue-in-cheek laughing about, oh, man, now what are we going to talk about now? Uh, right. <laughs> we but, thought that was the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but but the the, the pandemic 
has given us so many more opportunities uh, that that wouldn't have been you know necessarily presented to us to discuss to keep things going. And I think that that even helped add to the momentum of the content. Uh, yeah. Some of the guests that we that we had to go out and get and think about getting because, you know, you didn't have uh, uh, baseball games going on. And so, you know, now you're thinking creatively about, hey, well, what legends from from the football team that we can talk to or basketball team or how do we talk about the greater footprint aspect of HBCU sports and that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, it, at one point, man, it was it was it was almost like a panic mode. Like, what are we going to do now? Uh, but it kind of the ship righted itself. And we have missed a beat content wise. Not at all. Not at all. And I, I think that when we first started this out, that we had a certain maybe idea of where we, we wanted to go. But but look at us now. We definitely took a different direction to get here. Yeah. We'll see. And I and I'll take that a step further. Not only are we not, you know, starving for content, we're overloaded or over overwhelmed with content. I Absolutely. can tell you from my standpoint as a person who, you know, edits the shows and you know books a lot of the guests, along with, with you guys as well as far as booking guests, but we have our shows scheduled out. I know I remember at the beginning of July, we were already scheduled out through uh, the beginning of August. So we were turning guests down or not turning them down, but saying we can't get to you right now. And, you know, even if we went ahead and recorded the show, we couldn't release the show for two or three weeks. And they're calling, hey, when's my show going to be released? <laughs> no, 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 Corey, you, you can brag on yourself and brag on the team. We, we've been turning folks down. <laughs> I, I was uh, laughing with Chuck the other day. We were just talking. Uh, and, and the show came up naturally. And it, it's amazing when you talk about the, the drive and the content that without mentioning names, we we have some heavy hitters that are on deck, you know, that yeah. that say six months ago or seven months ago when this was in the planning stage, you wouldn't have thought that you have an environment where a guest of that caliber have to wait a week or two, you know, to, right. to be the guest. You'd be like, oh man, get him or her on right now. But mm-hmm. like, like you were saying, Core, we have such, uh, tremendous support uh, from people who listen and, and encourage other folks to listen that when we ask guests, they, you know, six months later, now they know about the podcast and want to be on. And so you have this built-in driver mechanism. Well, that's, that's created a backlog and that's a good problem. That's a good problem to have. That's oh, yeah. excellent I've really, have. I've really been pleased by, by, by the support uh, that, that the university has put behind us, you know, the um, A.D. Robinson, uh, Driscoll, uh, all the coaches that have been, you know, they have, you know, been more than happy to, to be a part of what we're doing. And that's one of the, the concerns I had when we originally, right. when Corey presented the idea to us. It's like, okay, it's just going to be maybe four or five guys talking JSU football every day. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, ha- it, has, it hasn't been that. It has been a lot of great content and it's been a lot of uh, support from the university. So kudos to the university and, and definitely kudos to you, Corey, because um, you, this is your brainchild. You came up with this idea. You had a vision for it, and um, I believe you've exceeded expectations, bro. Hats off to you. I appreciate that. I don't want to take too much credit, you know, as far as, you know, I had somewhat of a a vision, but I didn't know where it would go. I I really thought it would just be four guys talking JSU football, which is not bad as long as, you know, we know what we're talking about. Which, you know, we assembled some guys who know what we're talking about. But if you remember those first couple of shows, that's what we were doing. We were just talking football, you know, just talking Mm -hmm. football, basketball, just like in the barbershop or the tailgate. But it evolved into – guests so we start getting emails and messages and text messages hey well, how about a guest what about this person coming on the show so that really kind of took us in a different direction and you hit on a great point as far as uh the university the the athletics department getting behind us because i listen to a lot of podcasts whether it's college or even professional where a group of guys will just start a podcast and it's good content 
but the actual team doesn't necessarily get behind them and endorse them or push them. And we got that right away. So yeah, we got that. We got that right away. And I'm, I'm tremendously proud of the, the, the content uh, in terms of the way it has evolved. And, and like you said, Corey, I, I kind of looked at it initially as, you know, four guys sitting around, uh, you know, the barbershop, uh, whether you're Little Days, Adams Corner, wherever, you know, <laughs> or the tailgate where you, you're talking Jackson State Athletics. But uh, the way things have just really evolved with the podcast and, and it's kind of hit on the vision that I was looking at uh, with regards to this podcast in terms of not only touching this generation, but touching the prior generations and really bringing in the history of Jackson State Athletics uh, and talking about bringing all that to, to the current as well. So it's, it's just been a labor of love. It's been a tremendous amount of fun. Right. Yeah. And, and, Charles, yeah. and Charles, there was something that you, that you touched on. This was one of your intentions uh, with the podcast. You wanted to uh, bridge that gap. You know, you wanted to reach out to the, to the legends and help the younger generation of Tiger fans uh, get well acquainted with with JSU in the in the sixties and seventies and so forth. So um, that that was a great interview with Roy Carter. You know, I got I got a chance to listen to that, and uh, it was fun listening to him talk about those uh, orange blossom plastic games with uh against Bully Bob Hayes and those guys. That was uh, really good content. So um, hats off to you too, Charles. You you've done a really good job of uh, like like I said, bridging that gap between the the, the multiple generations of, of Tiger fans. No doubt about it. Really enjoyed that, Mike and, B. And, you opened up a good, uh, good door there, Mike B. I, I would like to to know, like, from you guys, uh, and, and Mike, if you got another one, feel free. Like, out of the fifty shows we've done, what was what are some of your memorable moments, or, or what you think one of the top shows that you participated in or got to got to hear was? Let me piggyback off Mike first. Just yeah. going back to that Roy Curry show. Great job, Charles. Obviously, you know, doing that interview. I, I wasn't on that show, but I had the pleasure of listening in as we were recording. And, man, I just had chills. I'm not going to lie. I had goosebumps <laughs> just listening. And I learned so much just in that episode alone. So bridging that gap has been that's been great. So good job. Great job, Charles. Kudos to you on, on that specifically. But, yeah, I'm definitely – I want to hear some uh, your, your favorite memories as well. Hmm. I really love one that Samaria Terry did. I was really from ear to ear the whole time. And she just made <laughs> proud just to know that she was someone who wasn't one of us but she really supported us and she had our back hearing that perspective that she brought to, to the table yeah that, that was a fun one as well that she was a fun yeah. <laughs> I, yeah i said she's an honorary hbcu grad she didn't attend an hbcu but right. she, she's one of us i mean <laughs> that, that didn't feel like an interview that was just a lot of fun that we were just hanging out talking yeah and then someone like shasta avery hart has listened to her, to her perspective and her journey to Jackson State and and where she is now and how she got there and, and her HBCUs, all of those things really was something that I really didn't think I would get from an interview from her. Uh, in fact, I wasn't even going to listen to hers at first. I was like, well, I don't know about this women's golf thing. And then I, I listened to it and I was all ears from beginning to end. It was almost something that I had to listen, listen to again because I was so impressed with the story that she had to tell. Mm-hmm. Kudos to Neely for, get, for getting that interview lined up. That was a big surprise. I honestly didn't have her on my radar personally as far as interviewing, but I got the message from Neely, and I we and we I said let's go. We knocked it out. But yeah, you know, and to that point, Corey, I think I think that's another you know byproduct of just our evolution since January, uh, because you know as everybody stated, this was was going to be a football thing, and and of course you know basketball when that season was going on. 
Uh, and then COVID-19 happened and sports started falling off the table and we started looking for those legendary, iconic folks, you know, to do some where are they now kind of shows. And, and, that, and that brought Shasta to the forefront. And, and I, I would agree with, with what Vic was mentioning. One of the things that stood out to me about, about her show and then it attached to future conversations that we've had, which have actually attached to what's going on in the real world outside of the podcast. And that's how she even got to Jackson State, got to be at the HBCU. And it's simply because someone asked her and somebody recruited her. And, oh, yeah. and we're in that environment now where you have all these these kids who are coming out of about to come out of high school. And they're looking at, is this the time to start going back to HBCU? So I think that that episode and the content that it drove and then the discussions that happened in the coming days and weeks after it were just, it kind of, I mean, patting everybody on the back here, including her as well. It kind of was, was, was a, a, a forbearance of what was to come in this greater discussion that, Hey man, there are people who will come to Jackson state. If you recruit them, you know, we, we just can't assume that. Well, you know, they got offers from Michigan or UCLA. No way they'll come here. And, and, you know, we've been beating that drum on this podcast and on social media. And it's one of those conversations that started, you know, in this podcast. And, of course, the social justice issues, you know, yeah. helped uh, amplify it and back out in the real world. But, you know, to, to Vic's points, you know, some of these po- some of these podcasts produce this content that you never went into ex- expecting to get. And, and it really can be fundamental things that change the landscape of how the university does business from a sports standpoint, which is attached directly, directly right back to it's so nice to have the AD and his administration buy into this and support it, even to the degree of allowing us to to have different opinions, you know, to, so to speak, that it's, it's, it's something it's a program that's in support of the university. But it's not a program that just is rubber stamping things from the athletic department. You have these five or six guys that come on and, and really state their opinions and the way they see things. And yeah. I think that helps that helps move the needle. Yeah, and to your point, Neely, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of uh, driving the conversation. This, this Tiger Talks podcast is definitively part of the HBCU uh, uh, sporting landscape, if you will, now. And uh, I think we're doing a tremendous job in the first 50 episodes of driving the conversation. And, and especially when you take a look at uh, everything that, like I said, has happened in the past six months from uh, talking uh, athletics to COVID-19 to, uh, to, to social justice. It has all in some ways been part of the talks that we've had thus far on this podcast. And, you know, you, you think about some of these episodes and uh, it, it springboards somewhere else. And I think that's kind of the, the fun part of doing this. I mean, when, when I was doing the, the Roy Curry interview, uh, he touched on some things that uh, in terms of, 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 of looking at the, the, the landscape uh, then, and, and, it's, and it kind of comes back to the now. Uh, and it's, it's just tremendous to kind of listen to those episodes and kind of go back into it. And I think one of the other things that we've done with this podcast is we've touched each uh, of the constituencies around Jackson State. One of my favorite episodes was talking to, to Roger Little, uh, Sonny Boom, uh, a director, oh, yeah. uh, upon his ascendancy uh, to taking over this great band. And then we've talked to uh, Dr. Alexia Norwood, we've talked to uh, Dr. Hudson as well. So it, it, this has definitely been a podcast that continues to drive the conversation, not just of athletics, but Jackson State in general. So, Chuck, look at this. As we just as we have this discussion now, you know, in, in December, you know, or, or November, December, Corey has this brainchild. It starts coming to fruition in January, you know, to be this football thing. 
And here we are in June with 50 episodes. And as we start going around the table, some of the biggest heavy hitting uh, episodes to the host and co-host have been a female sports reporter who didn't attend the HBCU but has our back, a female mm-hmm. golfer uh, that went to JSU. Dr. Norwood, the JSU Alumni Association president and 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 that just shows you how just like in the barbershop, you can start these conversations, but you don't know where they're going to end. Like I I always tell you guys, at some point, Beyonce's name is going to come up. So it's it's just (laughs) the end. I was waiting on it. I was waiting on it. It just just shows that, and again, just kudos to, to Corey putting this together and putting this team together. It just shows that when you let things be organic, uh, mm-hmm. And how this content is driven in organic uh, standpoint that that we have gone in directions that weren't on the blueprint, you know, six months ago. But look at us now. Yeah. And to piggyback off what you said, Danili, I was I was listening this episode to the weekend to the um, this I was listening this weekend to the episode that you and Chuck did with um, with the, uh, the legislator regarding the changing of uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. the taking down of the state flag. And as I was listening to it, I was thinking, wow, look at the 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 depth and the, the the width that this podcast is is going to we're going to you know deep depths and great lengths and mm-hmm. it's more than just JSU football these are things that impact JSU but you know here you are you have lawmakers who are taking time out their busy schedule to come and talk to us about um, what they did and how they put uh, the wheels in motion to to get that flag removed and that that, that was a great episode you guys and, and as I was listening to it I was just I was in awe the whole time thinking wow this is this is where we are now this this is this is definitely bigger than JSU football yeah mm-hmm. no yeah and, and like you like you're saying man that it it all still tie I don't care if you're talking to a, a graduate professional golfer golfer or two members of the house and and the Senate that it still all ties back to athletics at Jackson State and the promotion right. of it and, and how we you know can grow and harness that energy uh, mm-hmm. and, and so that was that was Although it was recently, that was one of my favorite episodes to be a part of. I think from a discussion standpoint, the the two episodes I enjoyed the most were one, the, the recent discussion with the elected officials on bringing the flag down and, and the impact of social justice and how that, you know, has so many ties to JSU. But also the conversation we had about the about the greatest quarterback in school history. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think that episode, at least as far as people who reach out to me in agreement or disagreement with my point or one of y'all's points, that episode generated a lot of discussion. And I think it was one of those conversations like in the barbershop that propelled, that propelled the, uh, the episode, it propelled the podcast to like a daily conversation amongst alums because people really wanted to get involved in that. Everybody had an opinion. Yes. Yeah, I, I still get a lot of DMs and mentions about that, uh, that go QB conversation. And yeah. um, and I, I, I stand by my, by my um, statement there, so. <laughs> and I mentioned to you guys about uh about doing a the same same type of episode dealing with the wide receivers and defenders uh, and uh, are yeah. y'all scared? Y'all, yeah. y'all don't want to jump in? That's gonna be a two or three part series. Yeah, that's gonna be a two or three part series there. Yeah, it's yeah. very much so. Yeah. But but you know you know me guys. I'm I'm gonna try to bring some guys in from the from the sixties Oh yeah. yeah. Well, when, when things slow down, and it's funny that I, that I use the term "slow down" in the pandemic. <laughs> when things slow down, we'll, we'll get we'll get on to that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's it's that's going to be some great conversations. Because, uh, like, one thing that I, and it's been said, and we can't say it enough. Chuck and, and his angle 
of <laughs> catching us back to the 50s and 60s and 70s, uh, particularly not only for, you know, those of us who went to school there in the 80s and 90s and, and, and early 2000s, but people who are there now, you know, still don't have a good recollection of, of what it was like to see those guys play and how they stack up to today's uh, marketplace. And, and that, that those JSU teams in the 50s and 60s, if allowed, you know, would have been winning national championships in the SEC, much like kids are going to do now. So you have this, mm-hmm. if I can use that truck word, that he, that's because that's another big thing I learned the past six months is circuitous. Because so, <laughs> I, I did not, I took word power at Jackson State, but we never had that one. And Chuck would drop him big words on you to finish. So I got to gotta throw his word out. But, you know, you come full circle. And you once again having these conversations about that, that, you know, you, you look at you look at some of the players at Jackson State, any sport, you know, yeah, you can you yeah. pull out football, you can pull out women's basketball for the for this discussion right now. We have people today, not that we're trying to recruit. We have people on campus or signed that could play anywhere in the nation. Yeah. And, and, it, and it was happening yeah. before George Floyd, before. Colin Hill made his statements about the flag before these discussions, you know, social justice, we were landing these kind of athletes at 1400 Lynch street. And I think that's huge. And it ties right into what this podcast is trying to accomplish by saying that not only did we used to be great and have great athletes, we still do. So as we talk about trying to get folks in that may be looking at, at bigger schools, that's not any form of discredit to who we have on campus now. You know, it's in support or augmentation of because we have some high caliber players. No doubt about it. And, and for me, for uh, I mean, I, I grew up in the city of Jackson, and I, I, I tell you what, uh, just bringing back in that conversation from uh, the barbershops. So I, I, you know, as a little boy, I grew up in Soul Scissors Barbershop, and just <laughs> listen to those guys talk about all the. Uh, greats that played at Jackson State, and I was always mm-hmm. fascinated. So to get an opportunity to have a medium uh, to talk about uh, the history of, of 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 Jackson State athletics and to kind of bring that into a, a, a new generation, that is one of the things that I really take a lot of pride in, and really uh, hope to do you know more episodes where we can talk to a lot of the, the legends of yesteryear and, and yeah. really get into those sorts of conversations, but the way we drive conversation has just been tremendous uh, in these first 50 episodes. And I'm looking forward guys to another 50. This is, this is fun. It is. And Chuck, I know, man, uh, you know, you and I on campus because I know I give you a hard time, but brother, you are so, you are so spot on, you know, about the importance of that and, and the outlook of that. And and I appreciate you being uh, not only a part of this group, but the, the key member of the group that makes sure that we don't forget about the 60s, the 50s, the 70s, and, and even the 80s to some degree, uh, about about what the what it meant to play ba- play football, basketball, or anything, not only at HBCUs but particularly in the swag and especially at Jackson State. And, and you have done a great job in bringing that to the table and keeping that at the forefront. Although it, it. although it does bother me from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> it is appreciated because I'm like Mike, I'm like Mike B. The guys I pick is who I think is the best, so I don't want to hear nothing about somebody from the 4017. <laughs> he makes a com- compelling argument for it. He him. does. He does. And he, oh, yeah. and yeah, court, yeah, yeah. Court, he, he does it without footage. Like <laughs> it, my, my, my argument. It's like that Will, Ch- Will Chamberlain 100 point game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
arguments have married because I could go to YouTube, but Chuck is giving me stats that I how do you even find this? Like <laughs> you, you know, you know what, what got me when we were doing that GOAT QB? He he gave us this this story about Roy Curry, how great he was, and he's the Michael Vick of his day. I mean, he was going on and on, getting me yeah. excited. And then he hit me with, now, of course, I never saw him play. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. You never saw me, but then you hit me with, you never yeah. saw him play. Hey, so, I, somebody I in the barbershop said it. Somebody, somebody in the barbershop made it. I live on the stories of the guys who came before me, so I, I love yeah. it when they uh, really yeah. talk about those Roy Currys and Willie Richardson's Roscoe words, and I, I could just go on and on and on. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they, 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 that's really good because, um, you know, I love when you can give somebody their flowers when they can smell them. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, 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 was, I was very um, excited about, about that, so uh, Chuck, I hope you got a, a few more up your sleeve um, in, in the next coming 50 episodes here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And, and just mm-hmm. to uh, just to put it out there as well, you know, I was joking earlier about we have a, we record a show and it takes us a while to release it. Well, one of those shows was Roy Curry. We were, we wanted to go ahead and, and record when he was available, uh, but he wasn't on the uh, agenda to, you know, release for a couple of weeks. And he was one of those guys who was messaging Charles, hey, when is the show going to come out? So I went ahead and, re- and went ahead and released it. And I'm glad that I mm-hmm. did, you know, and I, I know he was excited about it. And even his, as we were recording, his wife called in a few times, just listened to the interview, even though she was in the house. <laughs> listening to the interview. So he was excited. And uh, I'm, I'm just I'm glad to be a part of that. No doubt about it. Good stuff. So what's some of the feedback that you guys have gotten uh, about the show, whether it you know, be someone texting you or calling you or just in general? What, what, what are you hearing? What have you heard? I, I love the, uh, the 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 feedback that sparked some controversy. So again, going back to that Go QB episode, um, yeah. oh, I, I heard I heard from everybody except Roy Curry. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, at, at some point that show passed around to every name that we mentioned, and everyone right. of those names directly or indirectly got back to me to either say how wrong we were or how right we were. Uh, but one thing I can say about about that that controversial feedback, if I could term it that. They were all supportive of the show, supportive of the much needed conversation and pledged to do anything they can as far as guests or promoting of it because they, they just thought it was a healthy debate. And they were one of some ones that encouraged like, hey, man, don't stop. Don't just stop with us. You got to do the receivers. You got to do the running backs. You got to do the defenses. You know, we have some great linebackers. So yeah. y'all put, you know, put together a show to talk about the best linebackers at D-line, you know, as a unit. And I was like, man, that, that, that would fill up a whole year with just those. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do 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 we really have to do running backs? I mean, I don't think we wouldn't include Walt. We we, we yeah. wouldn't include him. Okay, yeah. not not name Walter Payton. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's a great point. Like you, you yeah. and, but it's but look at look how and not to have this show right now, but look how deep we are at receiver historically. Yeah, that yeah. that's that's going to be uh, I don't know what passionate conversation. I don't, I don't know, know where, where to start with receivers yeah. and DBs. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so that's that's to answer. That's that's been one of my uh, the feedback on that one, and then just general feedback, loving the direction and tone of the show. Uh, yeah. uh, particularly, gotten a lot of feedback on on conversation, and, and this is uh, gender wise from from men uh, that that you know. When you look at what happened early in the year and, and losing uh, Kobe and this whole focus on girl dads and that kind of thing, that there have been a lot of guys, you know, surprisingly mm-hmm. so, because our show started off as a football show. There have been a lot of guys who've been very supportive of the conversations that we have about JSU's women's sports or J- having you know, female coaches come on uh, and and 
that's like, man, that's, you know, I never heard, you know, from Coach Reed. I never knew the girls program was recruiting this or had signed this or da, 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 da. So I think that the feedback wise, the GOAT show uh, as a particular show, but then just general conversations, I think everybody's been supportive of how open we are to the totality of JSU sports. And it's not just a football thing. Yeah, and you you hit the uh, uh, tremendously correct, uh, uh, Neely, in terms of talking about that. I think one of the big things, and I keep saying it, uh, uh, we're driving the conversation about HBCU athletics through the prism of Jackson State. And that's one of the feedbacks that I've gotten in terms of we're doing a a great job of doing that, uh, of really uh, getting into uh, the meat of a lot of things going on right now with HBC Athletics. Of course, I, I do another uh, radio show, uh, a national radio show on, on Tuesdays. But uh, one of the great things that I've gotten back from some of you know my sports mentors and people around uh, HBCU media is uh, through the prism of talking about Jackson State Athletics, we're continuing to drive the conversation of uh, HBCUs in general and everything that that surrounds HBCU. So I think that's one of the best compliments that I think uh, this podcast can have in terms of of continuing to drive the conversation because uh, we see now uh, that this generation now is looking at HBCUs in a completely different light. Uh, It's unfortunate that they're looking at it in a light uh, because of the circumstances that, that has come about. But, you know, we're front and center. And we're going to continue to talk about uh, Jackson State Athletics. We're going to continue to talk about HBCU Athletics. And we're going to continue to put uh, uh, talk about everything that comes along with it. So uh, that's one of the best feedbacks that I think I've received in terms of this podcast. Yeah. I, I, I think I've gotten some feedback. And, uh, Cora, I think, I think you, you've seen it too because I, I saw you address it on Facebook. But uh, we have a lot of um, uh, female uh, Tiger fans and, and a lot of uh, alumni who are wondering uh, when are we going to get some um, lady representation on the podcast. So um, I know I know I know that's in the works, but I, I just wanted to to put that out there. But um, as you mentioned, that's, it is in the works. So definitely uh, I'm looking forward like, to that. That's to been hearing, on the agenda actually um, from day one when we first started the podcast, and I was just trying to forecast some ideas for shows. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't know it was going to get to where it is now, to where we had all these guests. Uh, so I was just trying to think of some ideas, and that that's something that I literally wrote down on day one, and it just keeps getting pushed back and pushed mm-hmm. back and pushed back because we have these guests come up out of nowhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's next for the podcast? Where do you guys think we can take it from here? Wait, now I think I think the sky's the limit, man. Because um, uh, when we started this back in January, um, I didn't think that we would be at this point uh, so quickly. I knew we could get there because I never underestimate JSU's fan base. Uh, I never under, underestimate the reach of Jackson State. Um, even living here in Florida, I, I wear a JSU t-shirt somewhere and someone says, hey, you know, yeah. Walter Payton went there or Sonny Boone <laughs> right. with the South or, you know, the engineering program. So I never underestimate the reach of, of our university. But um, seeing to where we come now, man, the, the sky is definitely the limit. Yeah, I think the best is just to, is yet to come. And I say that because when you think back about it, in our hearts, most of us thought this was going to be a football podcast. And football season hasn't even hit us yet. And we don't know when football season is going to hit us. But I'm so, I'm, I'm so excited myself. Just just the football discussion every week, get the predictions every week, get the outcomes every week, the fan reactions. If you want to get some reactions from our fans, 
that's when that football season talk is going is to kick in. And, uh, and mm. so, so I think that we really haven't hit our pinnacle yet, not even nearly. Not even close, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that, Vic. And I was going to nope. say something similar, but with the with the different trajectory, same, same upward velocity, though, and that's just that you think about now, this is something we started in January, and, you know, we were going to go into – wrapping up the football season, talking about signing day, talking about spring brawl, fall, having a big event with the blue and white, going through summer practice, et cetera, et cetera. Well, not only did none of that happen, when we got to March, we didn't have any sports whatsoever. So here is a, a fundamentally football podcast that didn't have any spring or summer uh, football associated with it, did not have any live sports on campus with it, but yet we've hit on all these cylinders. So, you know, if you take that trajectory and marry it to what Vic is saying, if we if we can continue to have this kind of success and end up having fall sports one day and it, and it merges back in, you know, this this the level that this podcast can grow, uh, including other you know means of technology, whether that's video or live interviews or, or live programming sometime like who knows, because we've gotten this far. A sports show has gotten this far without sports. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just, so just think if you opened up a business in, in January uh, and then, you know, a restaurant and then March, all the restaurants are shut down. But come June, you got revenue and, and your restaurant is the best in the state or the region or whatever. And you did it during the pandemic. But you got to be sitting there thinking, what the hell am I going to do success wise when, when, when everybody can come back? Because we, we're, we're doing this kind of content and having deep dives and great discussions and great guests, and there's no sports taking place. Exactly. And, and you yep. know, uh, Chris, <laughs> you take a look at that. Uh, we're doing this podcast uh, in front of one of the most engaged HBCU fan bases in the nation. Uh, the stats bear it out. Uh, and, I, and I'm, you know, speaking you know, to uh, those business owners who are out there listening to this podcast, wouldn't you love to be associated with this superbly engaged fan base uh, who listens to this podcast? So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I think, you know, Vic, you, you said it. I mean, the sky's the limit in terms of the content, where we're going. We're going to, you know, try to figure out where do we go in this new world, this new post-COVID 19 world and how does that relate to Jackson State athletics, HBCU athletics? You know, when we are playing sports again, there's an unlimited amount of content because I really feel excited with some of the coaches who are, are on campus now. So, really looking forward to uh, where we go with this podcast and how we grow with this podcast. And uh, I tell you what, you know, the sky's the limit, no doubt about it. And along those lines, and, and Mike, you kind of touched on the reach of the Jackson State fan base. And Chuck, you talked about the stats. Well, I look at those stats, and you guys would not believe where this podcast is being heard. Uh, obviously, you know, across the country, which we can get into some of the top you know, cities and states. But this thing is being heard in Ireland, Puerto Rico, Germany, wow. the UK, Canada, mm. as well as Jackson Kinko. <laughs> so I guess while people while people are on yeah. vacation, I guess like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that was somebody. That was somebody uh, that on was, vacation. Was, yeah, they, they yeah, were that was Beyonce, man. She was down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
definitely. But so so, yeah. so that region, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Obviously, we're all over Mississippi, but we're re- really big in uh, Tennessee, of course, Memphis, Cordova, places like that. Louisiana, mm-hmm. obviously, Denham Springs, uh, Shreveport, uh, New Orleans, of course, uh, all over uh, Georgia. You know, we're big up there. Atlanta, Stockbridge, Roswell, Madonna. So, I mean, we're and of course, Texas, uh, Mesquite, Houston, oh, yeah. Prosper. I'm, I'm actually reading. I'm looking at the stats now. Mesquite, Houston, Prosper, uh, Pearland, Texas, Richmond, Austin. And, you know, so, again, man, we, we are all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's good work, man. Yeah. Impressive. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. All right. Well, fellas, hey, it has been real. And if we got to 50 this quickly, I, I can imagine we'll be uh, reconvening for episode 100 in probably half the amount of time. And because uh, we've we've already been talking about some ideas for that, I know uh, Chuck and Mike and you know Neely, you you can't you've been in on it, and if we can pull that off, it's really going to take this thing to another level. So I personally want to again thank the fans. Without you, without the listeners, rather, yes, uh, we wouldn't have a podcast. And uh, the one thing that I do, and I say this at the, the top Absolutely. and at the end of every show, we ask that you rate and review the show if you have an Apple device. This is obviously a labor of love for us. We do this strictly for our love and passion for Jackson State Athletics. And the only thing that we'll ever ask of you to show your support is to take 30 seconds out of your day to rate and review the show. It's a very small ask individually, but collectively, it's huge for us in terms of taking this platform to the next level and positioning us to support the athletics department. So if you enjoy this podcast and appreciate what we do and you're listening on an Apple device, I'm going to pause right here and give you a few moments to stop to rate and review the show. All right. Any closing remarks, fellas? No, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just say again to Corey, uh, uh, Vic, Mike B, Chuck, man, it's been a pleasure to be involved with this the past 50 episodes. Always. Looking forward to the next uh, 50 and beyond. And just congratulations on reaching this milestone. And you guys stay encouraged. And, and there's no telling where this thing can grow, man. It's been a labor of love. And I'm, I'm honored and proud to be a part of it and, and appreciate y'all inviting me. Honored and proud to be a part of this podcast, truly a team effort, uh, and you you enjoy the role that you play on this team, and I tell you what, looking forward to the next uh, 50 episodes, the next 100 episodes, and really getting into the crux of uh, the what I call the HBCU diaspora. I borrow that term from uh, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, but uh, this is going to be a lot of fun in terms of talking Jackson State Athletics. Oh yeah, yes indeed. The the best is yet to come. Uh once uh once football season gets going, whatever that is, uh you're gonna see some some great content as you've seen it already, but uh the best is yet to come. So uh thanks thanks to the fans. Uh viewership matters, mm-hmm. listenership matters, and uh we we couldn't do it without you. Right, right. I love doing anything that shows the love and spreads the love for Jackson State. I mean we couldn't do it without everybody out there supporting us and I look forward to fifty more. Indeed. And that'll do it for the 50th episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. 
Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag the I love.